Hello and welcome to the debrief for the 17th of April 2021 after Aberdeen 2, Livingston 2, but the Dons getting through to the next round of the Scottish Cup, winning 5-3 on penalties. Uh, Martin, that was, um, well, not a good evening for the blood pressure, probably not great for Stephen Glass's blood pressure in his uh, first game in charge, but, but we're through and that's all that matters. If we, in a couple of months' time, are at Hamden, a couple of months, it's next month, isn't it, are at Hamden and win a trophy, no one's going to remember that this was such an almighty struggle. No, we really aren't. I, I mean, yeah. My heart's still going like fifty to the dozen at the moment. Um, I, if I've, if I just want to say, if I've ever said on this podcast that I like penalties, I'm retracting that right now. I absolutely hate penalties. Um, that was torture watching that just that last that last bit of the game there. Um, but yeah, it doesn't matter. All that matters is we're through. Um, I think we're. I know. I'll be. I'll be. I'll be biased. Obviously, I think we're we're the better team for large spells of it. Um, Apart from maybe just after they scored, but um, you just what an what an, an ex a, a big exhale after that one. Well, I think we were definitely a better team after we scored. I think the first seventy five minutes, I thought both teams were pretty poor. Obviously, Livingston get the goal; they've got something to hang on to. It's a very nice goal, very well worked goal. I think question marks obviously about Johnny Hayes, what the hell he's doing over the touchline. And Tommy Hoban's attempt to uh, stop the effort from Emmanuel Thomas, I'm not calling him Jet because we're not six years old, uh, was pretty pitiful as well. Um, but, you know, Livingston, they're a team of disruptors. I mean, it's pretty much the Craig Levine template, isn't it? You you rely on a referee who's not willing to hand out the yellow cards as he should do for those cynical attempts to disrupt play and stop play and stop flow of the game early on and um, you hope that you know the game becomes stop start and tonight absolutely did that and you know it, it's a way of playing which they which they do very very well um, and they are capable of good football because that that goal was a nice one too it was nicely worked but ultimately in terms of being able to stop the opposition that's what it comes down to and we saw a lot of that and there were a few times a few guys who picked up second bookings for living, uh, picked up bookings for Livingston later on, who probably should have got pinged earlier. Then again, you've got Tommy Hoban, who absolutely should have got a second yellow card. I don't think there's any question about that. And I think it, it would be remiss not to talk about Livingston's penalty for the second. And I, just because we got to, we shouldn't go past this because that is just unbelievably cheap. Aye, I mean, you know, we've. Um... We've kind of been, you know, we've had a week of talking about you no know, decisions in English football when people have been telling us about VAR and the game's gone and stuff like that. I don't know how that. I don't know how that's a penalty. Um, I don't know. There's there's no foul there, not at all. No, there, no, there's two bodies together because you know, you're you're challenging them. But a penalty, a guy that size, a guy that's you no, know, what is he? He's like he's like six three, six four. It's like a big unit of a boy um, going down like that. Um, I think you know. Yeah, he, I mean, he bought it and. It ties in with what you were saying. You know, the, the referee didn't want to give, didn't want to give out bookings. You no, know, I mean, had he had he enforced the the laws of the game, I suppose you would say earlier on and given it a couple of bookings, you would have maybe not seen that. But um, Emmanuel Thomas just fight, decides that he's no, he's able to kind of exploit what he's what is what what I think we can all identify was a weak referee. Um, and you go, you yeah, go down I mean, that in the box, and you, you know you 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 buy that penalty because the, the referee's weak. But, you know, we didn't deal well with him. It really reminded no. me of our attempt sometimes to deal with Ike Piezo at Hearts. It just, uh, 
just battered us past. Someone compared it to Brian Glover and Cares, which I thought was very funny. Um, <laughs> just barging the kids out of the way. Uh, so fair play to uh, to them um, on Twitter. Um, and again, not to overlook because we have got through, and that is the main thing. It, it was it, it was pretty dull stuff and pretty uninventive stuff and, and pretty. Uh, disjointed stuff from Aberdeen for 75 minutes before a moment of genuine quality and who provides it? Well, Johnny Hayes sets it up and Namagin provides it. I, I honestly think there's probably nobody else in that Aberdeen squad that that would take that pull that finish out. You know, it's just it's that moment of quality which yeah, he's not producing as often as he used to and if he was producing as frequently as uh, we want him to, he would be nowhere near Pataudry. But it, it is that moment of quality that Navigam can bring. We saw it with Northern Ireland a few weeks ago, and, and we saw it today. It's just a, it was a glorious thing to watch. I mean, I think that's I think you no know, that little bit you said there, Nell again, That's basically became the podcast motif um, for the last what's five and a half, six years, however long we've been doing this. Where you know Nell McGinn, where you know he drift, he can drift in and out of games. And yeah, you're right. If he was able to do that every week, he wouldn't be playing for Aberdeen. But just a piece of magic. Again, you know, he, he's capable of this sort of stuff where you know, a lesser player, probably any of the of the 10 other players, on the, well, nine other outfield players on the pitch, would have just tried to leather that one and probably you know, the keeper would have got a save or would have hit off the keeper. But he just picks up, you know, takes, takes a touch and just... Cutely, cutely away from the keeper, no chance. Just, just brilliant. And I know, I know I'm, I've said so many times that I'm a, I'm a fan of his, and I know I get frustrated with him at times because I, we know what he's capable of, and we haven't seen, we've barely seen, you know, much of him this season in terms of quality from him. And then he goes and pulls out some like that when we really need it. Just what a guy. And it is that mixture, isn't it, of of risk taking. And composure, because he had the composure and the quality to pull that finish out when presented with that opportunity. But he didn't shy away from from having the effort. And so often, and again today, we've seen Aberdeen players in the last few months reject taking the opportunity, reject, even away from shooting opportunities, reject actually taking risks and you don't create chances and you don't score goals unless you're prepared to take risks. No, and that comes from what was some, something that I think a lot of people have identified. It's no secret, you know, that we're we're not we haven't been playing well. Things things have been a struggle, uh, and there's clearly a lack of confidence. And when there is a lack of confidence, you so players don't want to take that risk. They look at other players to perhaps maybe dig them out. Um, and you, know, you see, we've seen that you know, midfield wise. We've seem to have had a, we've definitely had a lack of urgency this season in terms of you know, getting forward and creating things. Um, so I think that's that's something that we, you know, we've we've had a bit of a big problem with. And today, you know, you look at somebody, your creative players, you know, your best players, someone like McGinn, where you know he, he finds himself in a an opportunity with an opportunity like that, and he absolutely you know, grabs it with both hands. And we've been crying out for that all season, uh, you know, and, and just it's something that. You know, is frustrating for us when we know that you know, we know what we're capable of. But you know, like I said, you know, there's other players in the team who would have who would have probably skied that or you know, smashed it straight off the keeper. Um, and you're just looking for somebody who you know with ability, with a, you know, perhaps maybe I don't know if it's arrogance or something, just going to take it on and do it himself. But you know, 
he, he, he does it. He's got the ability, and we all we all know that's there. And I think the two things to take away from today really are the fact that the team showed an awful lot of guts, and they really did because obviously, you know, beyond the flow of the game, you lose Joe Lewis as well, and possibly for a few weeks if he has broken ribs, that would not be ideal. Um, so you lose him, you lose an influential player, you lose your captain in a team which has frankly been struggling for leadership full stop over the past few weeks. You you go the goal down just before half time. You're not playing well, but you get you know you keep at it, you keep playing, you keep going forward, you keep trying to do the right thing, and I think there was evidence of that today. Um, I think when we talk about the changes that Stephen Glass tried to impose today, there was definitely an attempt to get the ball forward a little bit quicker, stop this kind of aimless um, going nowhere passing between the centre-halves. Um, but the ability to come back, first of all, within the 90 minutes, but more importantly, after conceding that penalty kick, I thought, to immediately go back up the pitch, basically, and score the second equaliser, which, again, it's a lovely bit of play from them again to to thread the ball in and proper centre forward play from Florian Camberi, who has who we've given a lot of stick to and has taken a lot of stick from elsewhere about, but you know proper centre forward in the right area reacting well to the ball coming across. So, so again, good there. And then obviously the penalty kicks and you know once again the phrase which certainly I was had the video Scotland with the with the pictures on. Um, they were all on about how. Um, it was a lottery. I, I don't buy that. I've never bought that. No. Well, um, well, to give credit to the former manager who was on Premier Sports, Derek McInnes, um said said penalties aren't a lottery, which is something that he said under his entire tenure as Aberdeen manager. Um, and we were no, we've been very critical of Neil Lennon for for his whole penalties are a lottery nonsense. Um, so fair play to McInnes for saying that because they aren't a lottery. No, if you if you're if you're good, if you practice penalties. Um, then you know, a lot most of the time you will score. So yeah, they're not they're not they're not a lottery at all. And that's something that I know pisses you off, and it bugs bugs me as well. All right, we'll leave it there because I suspect we're both quite hungry, um, having had our Saturday evening dinners uh, ruined by this kickoff time, and then uh, the inconvenience of extra time within our kit. Certainly, uh, I have a partner who's spitting feathers at me for saying, no, no, I've just got to do this call first with Martin. Um, so we will leave it there. We'll be back. Uh, we'll definitely be back during the week. Obviously, there's a game on Wednesday. We'll be back after that, whatever happens. Hopefully, we'll get a proper podcast out soon. Um, but, you know, we're not just going to, churn something out when there's nothing to talk about after obviously having dissected the game in these debriefs. So until next time thank God the Dons are through to face Dundee United in the quarterfinals um, of the Scottish Cup hope springs eternal that this could finally be the year. I, don't, I almost don't want it to be the year Martin because obviously you know if you win a cup but we're not there have you really won a cup that whole sort of thing but you know I'd take it to get the monkey off our back obviously and the fact that the European prize it's on offer but uh, and anyway until next time he says wanting to desperately end the show but also having spent an extra 30 <laughs> seconds in the closing section until next time come on you Reds <laughs>